And so, and so to do that, I'm going to eliminate every non-essential, expensive program I can find. That includes Obamacare, and I'm going to work to reform and save. tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. So I don't care what the unemployment rate's going to be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know, if you're a shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Two guys are in love, but they can't get married because you don't want to talk to your ugly child for fucking five minutes? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? The God of the Old Testament is arguably the most unpleasant character in all fiction. Jealous and proud of it. A petty, unjust, unforgiving control freak. A vindictive, bloodthirsty ethnic cleanser. A misogynistic, homophobic, racist, infanticidal, genocidal, filicidal, pestilential, megalomaniacal, sadomasochistic, capriciously malevolent bully. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. They look totally comfortable. Yes, they do. I don't know. How are we doing there, kids? Oh, I don't know why I have back pain again. I don't know. But I have that, that twinge like I had last year. I think it's, and this is the sad part, I think it's stress from my upcoming vacation. Yeah, don't stress about your vacation. It's supposed first, to be fun. At first I thought it was stress because we have another show at the Middle East. Yeah. That was last week. We we uh, were the headliner by default because the, other, the headlining band didn't show up. Nice. How'd it go? That was fine. It was it was, it was all right. Um, I think now that we have this this uh, this EP recorded, semi recorded at this point, um, we have definitive versions of the songs, good. which is good because then we'll play them the same way yeah, every that's, time. Yeah, consistency's good. Yeah, um, and then I thought it was um, recording the EP that was gonna like that was all the stress. Yeah, um, because. Um, I'll I'll explain it for people that have never done it before. Um, the drummer was in his own soundproofed room, and he mm. played. I don't know what happened the first day, but bass, um, a rhythm track and a lead track went down along with uh, bass. The rhythm track is is to underscore mine, right. I guess, um, and it all works out together. Um, I came in the next day and did rhythm and a tiny little bit of lead. Like he pushed me into doing lead, like I had played for you. I'm not gonna play yeah, anything yet no, because it's, it's not mixed at the right level, right. and then there's no there's no vocals, there's no solos, like good solos in it. So it's like work in progress. I'm listening to it in the car driving, and I'm like, I'm not embarrassed by this. Yeah, no, you shouldn't be. So it's not. It's still not fantastic music like that other stuff I played. That funk stuff that we were listening to, that's unbelievable. But anyway, um, so he's got his setup in the basement, 
of of his house, and it's a it's it's a huge like finished basement, and it's all for recording. So he's got like three tower computers, fifteen external drives. Yeah. He's got receivers to pass the signal through. He's got mixing boards all over the place. He's running on two screens and. He is he, his fingers fly when he's mixing the mixing and cutting apart tracks and piecing right. them together. So I played with the amp plugged in in another room with the door closed, so you could there was no other sound in there. And I played because I could hear it, hear the guitar just enough. And um, I played in front of everybody sitting there staring at me. <laughs> That's got to be weird. It was the it was very stressful, but as and this is this is no offense to anybody that was sitting there staring at me because we're all friends, but the less people that were there, the more comfortable I felt. But also, as that time went on, the more comfortable yeah. I felt. Um, but what helped is 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 each of them and the more experienced people also said, um, "Yeah, it's it's kind of stressful <laughs> playing in front of people like that when you have to be perfect." Yeah, like yeah, considering I'm not. I mean, it. He, the uh, the guy that was engineering at Stevie, he's like, "You're uh, I've I've been watching you play, and you're um, you're kind of like a punk beat on the guitar, kind of big, broad, up and down strokes." I'm like, yeah. He's like, "All right, so play like that. Don't try to play really controlled, fast, palm yeah. muted." He said, "Drew is really good at that." And I said, "Yeah." He said, "You'll never keep up with him." <laughs> I said, "No." I think if I um, put four picks on the end of a drill bit and did that, yeah. then I could keep up with him. Um, so I play different, and since his is the lead and mine's the rhythm, it it works really well together. Like he when it's played at the right you know levels right. and stuff. Um, so that was that was the worst part. Was well, first finding the place because I'd never been to Sudbury, okay, and I tried to use the ways. Um, yeah. App, and it tried to send. It sent me down. Um, what is that? Ninety. What is that? The Pike. Yeah. It's gonna be a good show. She's just gone Route Two. I needed to go down twenty. He's right yeah. off of twenty, oh, okay, but it yeah. wouldn't fucking put me on twenty. And I knew where it was, but it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't. I got lost. There was a detour. I didn't get lost. I was still headed in the right direction, but whatever. I made it there. It took about. It took the recommended amount of time, yeah. like 40 minutes from Boston, yeah. which wasn't too bad. So it was fun. I am glad I got it all done in one day, even though when I when I got out of the car from driving home, I mean, I, I had the guitar strapped around me for five and a half, six hours. <laughs> and however much the thing weighs, that, that yeah, really starts to get to you after a while. Fucking thing's heavy. Glad I'm not playing bass anymore. Um but it was a lot of fun, and it made me realize, you know, and I, I, I had a talk with, with Ryan on the way home. Uh, oh, sorry, the captain. And, um, you know, we talked about my job and, you know, other commitments that I have right. and the band. And, and it's like, you know, when I told you I, I may not want to do it anymore, I said I had pneumonia. I was pissed at the world because I shouldn't be sick. That's just... You, you know. don't have time for that shit. No, I didn't have time for anything. It's like, what can I cut out? What what to, to free myself up so I can actually sleep? And I said, and this was the last thing I did. I said, he said that they're not looking to replace me, which I'm, I'm like, fantastic. That's good because another band I was in definitely did that. Yeah. The other guy used my equipment, um, <laughs> which pissed me off. Um, 
but he's like, I, I said, I will play as many shows as I feasibly can. And he's like, that's great. Yeah. They're doing a show while I'm away. They did the show in, in Pittsfield that I couldn't go to. Yeah. But part of, part of the reason, and if anybody in the band's listening, part of the reason I wanted to go to Rhythm is because I have to train, you know, to move up yeah. at work. And I knew that um, it was going to be one of those situations where I may not be able to go to every show or show up for every practice because, you know, it's my career. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm building that. And plus, I have four-year-old kids, and you know we have the ability to take a vacation every now and then, and and they understand. Everybody's really nice. They're, they're like, good. they're like, we're not going to get like super huge from this. Like Ryan wants to do like a mini tour and play an outdoor festival. I'm like, I we're we're going to do a video next month. That's cool. And hopefully, that video is going to be played at Spooky World. Oh, that'd be cool. Because it's about one of the characters, the song that we did that you didn't hear that I don't have. It's about one of the characters that runs around Spooky World, so that could be kind of fun. That's good. That, yeah, yeah, that could be. Uh, it might be all right. It could be big. So be it's going to be like like we'll all be. It's going to be like a slasher movie takeoff kind of thing. Yeah. Where we're all like drunk partying in the woods kind of thing. We each get killed one by one. I think though, as we get killed, we should um, appear with the equipment playing the song. Like once we're dead, we're in the band. That's cool. I like. I, I haven't told anybody That's that. Neat. So it's a good idea. So we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Could be fun. I've never done that. That's something else that Most I've definitely. never done. So I don't know. And you know what? The the the. It's not. It's not like. You know. We're not queen. No. Some is? some people in the band are very very talented. To be to be absolutely fair. Um. But we're definitely like a, a specific genre yeah. of of people, which is fine with me. So, hey, do you enjoy doing it? Most of the time. Yeah. Now, now that I've played what twelve shows, maybe. Yeah, it's um, the first show like really took a toll on me because like total stage fright, absolutely yeah. like like fear inducing like yeah but anything like that is going to be terrifying like there, there's a there's a girl introducing us from like a real legitimate band that like has sold millions of albums <laughs> and i'm going to stand up there and hit my uh, my bass with a hammer right um but now like like everybody that i've met is like super nice and they all and it's really nice because they all claim that they really like us and they're into us like but the band that opened for that that not opened but the played before us at the middle east Holy shit. They're all like 16, 17, 18. I'm probably yeah. I'm probably underplaying their age yeah. a little bit, but fuck. They were good. Yeah. They were really really good. Yeah. But that's the other good thing too. I get to, you know, see a bunch of talented people and it kind of pushes me to practice more. Most definitely. So anyway. Anyway. I did not watch any new movies, so I got nothing there. Mm. Let's jump right into this shit. Okay, because we we we, we got to do two shows tonight be, because yeah. I'm going to be away. So um, I got two things right off the bat. After I get the page up here, we'll start with the one for you. Okay. Should pole dancing be an Olympic sport? This is so fucking dumb. Pole fitness oh, has come a long way since the days when people thought it was only for strippers. But it's still a long way from being welcomed into the Olympic Village. Okay, it shouldn't even be considered. Like, 
No. This is stupid. Many people still automatically assume that pole dancing is provocative, sexy, and has no place outside of strip clubs. I, you, you know what it is? I think it's, it's, it's one of those things that goes from find the strip clubs to the fitness clubs, mm-hmm. okay? Because it's one more way to get people to kind of go to the fitness clubs and do something different. Yes. You know what? And I think that that's fine. Mm. Okay, that's fine. Whatever gets people exercising and, you know, you know, who knows? Maybe, you know, add a little spice to their love life or whatever. Yeah, okay? or, or, or don't secure the pole properly and horribly hurt yourself. Which I'm fine with. Whatever. Some people you know, like quadriplegics. Stupid suffers. So, but <laughs> it's a long way from, you know, from, you know, being a class at LA Fitness yeah. to being an Olympic sport. Why don't we just, like... Hey, you know what would be really interesting? What it interesting? does is, is it, cheapens the, it cheapens the Olympics, which is supposed to be like a big fucking deal. Okay? I, I'll say this. The only way I could see pole dancing, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that out loud, as an Olympic sport, is if it was made part of the uneven parallel bars. Like you take the two horizontal and you add one or two vertical in there, and that would change the dynamic of what you can do. But not individually. It reminds me of the line in Futurama where Hermes says, oh, Barbados Slim, he's the only man to ever win gold medals <laughs> in limbo and sex. <laughs> like, the, what's next? You know, blowjob competitions exactly. in the Olympics? I mean, it's, it's it, Who the fuck thinks this should be an Olympic sport? Uh, let's find out. <laughs> uh, but determined enthusiasts are trying to take it to an entirely new venue, the Summer Olympics. Although a petition circulated by an, Idiots. As- an association of pole fitness competitors and entrepreneurs to get pole dancing included in the London Games was rejected by the International Olympic Committee. Do you know why? Because the, Olymp- the International Olympic Committee went, fucking Americans, man. <laughs> this is a stupid, stupid, stupid... Stupid, stupid, oh, stupid idea. I've thought of another way. One other way that, that, that pole dancing could be included in the Olympics. If the Olympics, if all the competitors still competed naked. Or if every other event and every other, every other competitor in every other event died. <laughs> then, then, I don't know, is bowling an Olympic sport? You know what, that you, has a better can, can chance. Can I tell you something? I was thinking like... I would rather see. I was seriously thinking mm. bowling has a better shot at being an Olympic sport than fucking pole dancing. Darts or snooker or, you know, anything. Like foosball has a better chance. You know what? I would rather see a bunch of people throw fucking pieces of paper into a wastebasket from varying distances. Pole dancing? You that's could. fucking stupid. You could actually walk down a carnival midway. And just randomly pick a booth, and that has a better chance of being in the Olympics. This is this is a oh, get the thing. ping pong bowl in the tiny fish bowl. Ooh, are there sure. are there numbers? Are there names of people who think this is a good idea? I don't because know. I want to call them stupid by their names. Uh, like what is see. the fucking undaunted supporters making another push for 2016? Can pole dancing shake its naughty reputation? No. no. And earn recognition as a legitimate sport? No. Here's what you should know. Do people really think pole dancing is a sport? Some do. Well, well some, some pe- people also <laughs> think that Nutella is part of a good nutritious <laughs> breakfast. And it has undeniably emerged as a fitness craze. 
But nobody is riding ellipticals in the Olympics. Okay, I would also like to say that anything that begins as a quote-unquote craze should not be an Olympic sport. Well, when was wait, last, wait, wait, wait. Hold last, on, hold on. Remember when, that big that big javelin craze? Oh, say javelin. Motherfucker, we're like... Because <laughs> that's the, the funniest one. Thing. Exactly. You know, but what the, was it, 100 years ago? Oh, the javelin craze. But, the, but the, at least the javelin can be traced back to, oh, I was hunting. Yes, I was killing something. What the fuck is... The, what, what are Peacocking, these people killing? That's what it is. Oh, fucking they're, crazy. They're, they're killing men's testosterone oh, levels. Jesus Christ. You know what? It, uh, it, what are they going to do? Slip a fucking bronze medal up her hooch? Oh, wow. You know, third, second, first. Best oh. in show. Participation has doubled over the last six years, pushing pole dancing out of the darkness of erotic dancing clubs and into gyms around the country. And all over the world. Serious pole dancers even compete in international I'm sorry, competitions. No, I'm sorry. Those three words don't belong together. You can have serious dancers. You can have serious pole. You can yeah. have pole dancers. But you can't have all three in one place. No. Nowadays, there are very few who are training to perform in a strip club. Angel Dust. And we're going to... Seriously. Really? Angel A-N-J-E-L. D-U-S-T Angel Dust an organizer at the California Pole Dancing Championships managed to take a cock out of her mouth long enough to say and gigantic sperm spittoon said <laughs> see I told you I'd get that in there Randy said, <laughs> <laughs> it's all about fitness or competition who's pushing it for who's pushing for it to be in the Olympics a group called the International Pole Sport Federation <laughs> IPSF International Pole Sport. Why don't we just call fucking an Olympic sport? Why don't we just do it? See, just you know what though? I would rather see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, not the amateur competitions. No, That's well, yeah, I get enough of that in my own life. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go pro. Is <laughs> one of the leading forces behind the ever Tim Troutman, the organ. I can't make fun of that too much, really. The organization's president. Says the main obstacle to getting people to treat pole dancing is that it's stupid <laughs> as a legitimate sport is the enduring stereotype that it is something erotic dancers do as they peel no, off their clothes. No, I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't even care about the eroticism of it. It's just stupid. What's his name? Tim Troutman. It's stupid, Tim. You we, fucking idiot. We have to take some of the eroticism out of the moves and also take off the high heels. Troutman says, "Why no, is he because you've got high someone heels? wrapping her pussy around a fucking pole." Okay. Well, that's called sex. What the fuck? I'm sorry. This is just, you know, fuck. The, uh, We're going to frame it as these are athletes that you're watching. Okay. First of all. No, you're not. First of all, the gymnasts aren't even looked upon by everyone as non-sexual objects. And have you ever listened to women's tennis? There you it's go. Hugely erotic. See? Except when it's the Williams sisters because they're supposed to be playing in the men's division. Fucking <laughs> oh. What else are enthusiasts doing to legitimize the sport? The IPSF is hosting a pole dancing world championship in London featuring competitors from 25 countries just before the Olympics begin in an effort to get on the International Olympic Committee's radar screen. You know what? They're going to go to the... Yeah, it's going to be on their radar screen because they're going to be like, hey, let's go get some pussy. <laughs> the, 
The sport is also adopting newly established bylaws on an official pole dancing rule book. <laughs> Don't swallow. That's page one. I swear to God. Like, but seriously, could pole dancing ever qualify? No. Even some supporters know success won't come easy. I think one day it should be an Olympic support, says Janine Wickering, who placed third in the 2008 European Pole Dancing Championships. But that will take time. Let's be honest, says CBS Sports. Pole fitness or vertical dancing, though strenuous, might never be able to tone down its sexy past enough to make the game. It's not even about the sexy past. This is fucking retarded. Okay? (laughs) I'd rather sit there and have, like, competitive sit-ups in the Olympics, then this bullshit is fucking stupid. The first comment is, would judges be allowed to score in increments of $1 bills? <laughs> Good for you, Tammy Faye. That's fantastic. So just get rid of gymnastics and diving and judo and boxing. Yeah. Um, it, 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 this one says... If it's a physical event with degrees of athletic difficulty and challenging by skill determining point ranking, sure, why not? As far as I'm concerned, just one more point ranked event in the category of gymnastics. Who said that? I can't read that. It's a mash of fucking letters. That Tell them the to queue. shut the fuck up. Can you hit reply and say no, shut up? I don't do that anymore. Assholes. I don't. I read it and I think, well, you're God. an idiot. These people probably vote and have children. So here's a question. Say it does make it. Say idiocracy happens and pole dancing is the main event of the Olympics, right? Is there going to be a men's pole dancing team? Yeah, they all have to do it to YMCA. I would be very interested to see synchronized pole dancing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Those words shouldn't even go. This is this is it's whole it's fucking ludicrous. <laughs> it is. Let's it see competitive. Why don't we just make fucking arm wrestling an Olympic sport? Isn't it? Okay. <laughs> fucking coin tossing. How about we do that? Quarters. Quarters. Absolutely, right? Yeah. God damn, that's so fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Stupid fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Let's do that one. Just do 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 that one next one. This one? Yeah, that one. Okay, let me let me find the original article down here a little bit so we can uh, go through the whole thing. Where did it go? Katie Holmes. Okay, so this fucking idiot. I don't know where you stand on this. So, um, this was reported on somebody's Tumblr, so you yeah. know it's got to be true. But it was reported secondhand, not from the person that it... Um, yeah, everything I've, I've heard about this has been, you know, someone who was there or someone who knows a guy who knows a guy whose brother told him at 31 yeah. Flavors so let's, that um, Ferris threw up a lung or some bullshit. So to, par- to, to summarize the beginning of this, um, two girls went to see Dane Cook. So make your own judgment call on the level of intelligence involved in that decision. You know, you, you, but, but you know, Dan Cook has got his moments. I mean, he steals everything from Louis C.K. What, what I mean is, he he definitely panders to a specific uh, drunken frat boy audience. Oh yeah, most definitely. Which I just and I, drunken, you know, swore like drunken yeah. college. And I, I just, I just, I don't have any use yeah, for he's that kind of like anymore. A, I mean, never mind. I can't make this joke, especially given this story. So just go ahead. Well, go ahead. No, 
No, no, he's, I was just going to say that. No, I just, never mind. Just go ahead. Wow. You don't censor yourself usually. So well, not apparently. Not last week's show. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Did we get any feedback from that? Not on that. Nice. Um, so apparently Daniel Tosh performed and um, he was telling his rape jokes. Which I think is, is terrible that Tosh was opening for Dane Cook. No, I think he was on after him. I don't know. Regardless, whatever. They were they were there in the same, you know, so. Um, so here is from the uh, Tumblr Cookies for Breakfast. So Tosh then starts making some very generalizing declarative statements about rape jokes always being funny. How can a rape joke not be funny? Rape is hilarious, etc. I don't know why he was so repetitive about it, but I felt provoked because I, for one, don't find them funny and never have. That was one sentence. All right, that's opinion and not reporting. So, well, this is on. all opinion because it's their Tumblr. To be fair, so I didn't appreciate Daniel Tosh or anyone telling me I should find them funny. So I yelled out, "Actually, rape jokes are never funny." Um. So then she said, "I did it because I thought being quote disruptive." Oh, even though being disruptive is against my nature, I felt that sitting there and saying nothing or leaving quietly would have been against my values as a person and as a woman. I don't sit there while someone tells me how I should feel about something as profound and damaging as rape. After I called out to him, Tosh paused for a moment. Then he said, wouldn't it be funny if that girl got raped by like five guys right now? Like right now? What if a bunch of guys just raped her? And I, completely stunned and finding it hard to process what was happening, but knowing I, lowercase I, needed to get out of there, immediately nudged my friend who was also completely stunned, and we hightailed it out of there. Which uh, goes against other reports I've heard that they got a refund after the they entire show the was show, over. Yeah. Um, it was humbling, of course... Especially as the audience guffawed in response to Tosh, their eyes following us as we made our way out of there. I didn't hear the rest of what he said about me. Now in the lobby, I spoke with the girl at the will call desk, blah, 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 blah. I got free tickets to come back. All right. See, here's my thing. For one thing, I have not heard one straight story about what actually happened. I have not okay? heard I have not heard a, a corroborating because or or... You know, every story I've heard, like I heard something from like like the club manager who right. has a vested interest in which I have. I'll get, I'll get to that. Right. So, yeah. So here's the thing. You know what? It's whether it's you go into a comedy show. Yeah. Okay. That person doing that show. Yeah. They're doing things that they say are kind of a. A version of themselves, like would like this show. Okay, like this show. Let, here. Let's, let's. I am start not even nearly before. as explosive and foul mouthed no. as I am here. Only when okay? film breaks. But let's go back a step. They went knowing who Dane Cook was. Yeah, Dane Cook's signature move is the fucking shocker. Yeah, which talks about surprising the girl in the butt. Right. So, but that's and, and rape. Yeah, is definitely a, a, a special thing. But I, I think that. I think that going into it is you have to take what is said, no matter what the joke is, no matter what the joke is, with a grain of salt. You can definitely sit there. And I know for a fact that if I was sitting in that audience and I heard a joke about rape, I'd be like, oh, man, you're going to get phone calls on that one. It depends how it's phrased. Because Patton Oswalt talks about rape when he's talking about the apocalypse. 
and the rape demons flying yeah. around. And oh, he does it when he's when he's you know I, I think he talks about it. Or goblins. About I think it's too, rape goblins. Know? Yeah, yeah. And George Carlin told uh, he tells a very famous. He's like, I'm going to make you guys laugh about rape before the night's over. Yeah. And he talks about Bugs Bunny fucking Elmer Fudd, and that's rape, and it's still funny. But it's. And, and and people say, oh, it's inciting, you know. And that woman left; she felt, her, you know, she was in danger. I really, you know. Let's be fair. Let's let's honestly be fair. What he said was, by her own admission, what he said was, "Wouldn't it be funny if that girl got raped by like five guys right now?" That is suggesting a hypothetical situation that would be amusing. That is not saying five guys rape her. Exactly, and he's I, and he's and he's addressing the the irony of it. Yes, like when that you know, like as if he was. I I take. I, I don't know. I I, 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 take, I think it's one of those things where you know, like like yeah, Tosh. You know, this isn't going to help you. I really don't think. No, I think it is going to help him. Honestly, oh, well, yeah. I mean, more people what, listen to his stuff. What he's now basically than ever, saying sure. right now in that line is. Shut the fuck up. I'm working. I don't even think he's saying that, though. I don't even think he's saying that. I think he's just saying, like, you know, like, like, oh, you know, we're talking about a piano falling on somebody's head. Wouldn't it be funny if a piano fell on our head right now? Yeah. You, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's not rape, but it's... Mm. Wouldn't it be funny if that thing that we were talking about, that this person just complained about, wouldn't that yeah. be, quote-unquote, funny... Ironic if it happened to that person right now, what, yeah. wh- whatever it is. Do I really think that Tosh goes home and thinks that, you know, rape is funny or that gang rape is funny or that he wants these people to rape her? No, of course not. No. And people who are going on and on about him being a fucking monster, they're stupid. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? All this is doing is is helping Tosh. It's not going to stop us. They're not going to take his TV show off. Oh, fuck you know, no. off, It's uh, one of the highest the rated shows on the network. All right. So it's just it's. You know, whatever. It's it's. Oh shit! Somebody said something I don't agree with. I'm offended. Yeah, somebody Shut said the somebody up. said something that somebody else was was mad about. Here's the thing. Welcome to here's a the day thing. In America. Have you have you ever done stand up or anything yes, in front I of have, an audience? Actually. Okay. Um. There's there's and and it's I can only say with you know I've done a little bit in like you know school like yeah. play stuff and then in the bands it's like there's an agreement between the audience and the performer yeah the agreement is you shut the fuck up and I'll do what you came here to see me do yeah she yeah. needed to shut the fuck up I'm you know what um, when I do the like I get a few I, I when I do the stage managing for the Mystery Cafe. I'll get up and I'll talk for a few minutes, mm. not only just sort of giving them the rules, but I'll kind of, you know, chat for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I'll make, you know, little comments. Some of them are a little risque or something like that. Right, or, right. you know, um, I've I've many times, many times have I suggested that, you know, a particular gentleman might be gay. And I'm just like, well, you right. know, hey, that's that's your journey, buddy. Whatever. That's that, I'm good yeah. with that. Whatever. Yeah. You know, and whatever. And, 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 and you, you is that is people. that unprovoked? You just pick somebody in at random? Yeah. Because I would say if Tosh had picked someone out of the audience at random and said, wouldn't it be funny if that girl got raped? Totally unprovoked. It's a whole different set oh, it's of a circumstances. Whole different, I mean, I've had stuff where I've do, been doing my little shtick, and right. someone will come in, you know, door, and I've had two guys coming back from the men's room at once, <laughs> and I'll just stop, and I'll be just like, 
So do you want to explain yourselves? <laughs> and then I'll and like later in the show, like I'll play like like YMCA or something like yeah, this. And but you're this all is for those guys, you know. And exactly, and you're playing with them. And yeah. if someone wants to be offended, hey, look, whatever. You're offended. I, that's it. That's as far as your rights go. You're I, offended. Yes, and you have every right to be offended. But it's but that's it. Exactly. It's like it's, one million moms. You can all sit there and be offended and worry about your dried up twats. That's fine with me. Once you start telling other people what they need to do because you don't agree with it, you're infringing on their free and again, speech rights. If she right. was so upset, if she was so upset, she could have thrown something at him and walked out. Well, she, she could have just gotten up and walked away. Oh, she was afraid of being a, of being targeted even more. As, then you just keep fucking walking because, as we all know, all a quote unquote bully wants is the reaction from that person. You just walk away, ignore them, turn your back to them, and just kind of walk away. They're going to say one more sentence about you, and then they're going to move on yeah, with their, with, with their very fit. quickly because they have a rhythm. You know, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, you, you can exactly. You can you want to get back you into what you're doing. Yeah. So it's. I think this is a big, huge fucking thing that he. I guarantee. I'm sorry. I guarantee he said something like you had said related to what he was talking about at the time, yeah. and that was the first thing that came into us. And I swear to God, I've heard him say it before. Yeah, I really think I have on one of his stand-up albums. Right, or and something. that's not to say that 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 rape is funny. We all know rape is not. No, the funny. reason we laugh at it is because we're not supposed to. Right. So, and and what makes stuff funny is is surprise and a little bit of shock. And that's what, especially like, you know, like when he talks about, you know, the, um, the, um, the, the, the Beckham and Pitt baby. Yes. I want to fuck that baby. Yep. If I had you three know? wishes. <laughs> yep. Or the silly string to replace the uh, pepper spray yeah, with his sister. Right. Well, you're all fine with my sister getting raped. Yeah, but when I start. That's where we draw the line. Yeah. But anyway, so it's, it's like you go into a comedy show. Just, you know, stop fucking taking shit so seriously. And leave the fucking room if you're not happy. All right? That's that's the closest you can come in a live show to changing the channel. Yeah. The way it's played up at the end of this article is just such, oh, look at me. I'm a victim. No, somebody said uh, something. Whatever. Somebody, somebody made fun of you. Just shut up. Whatever. Sorry. I, just. I don't have any sympathy for this girl it's at just, all. I, I, I just like whatever. My, my whole thing is she stood up, made herself a target for a person that says some pretty outrageous shit. What yeah. did she think was going to happen? Seriously, what 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 was the best you, outcome? You can't make a protest at a comedy show. These people are doing jokes about. That's not like, where you. Yeah. You I mean, he does a joke about, you know, a, a, a girl who dies. At a, you know, and then they put up, a, they put speed she bumps. She gets run the over thing. by a car. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's just like, you know, and reactive as we are in this society, they put up speed bumps and her parents drive by there every day. Yeah. You know, oh, Natalie, we miss you, but you're doing a hell of a job of my suspension. You know, yes. Oh, well, yes, there's a child yeah. who's dead and I'm offended. Shut up. Everybody needs to just stop getting their says, fucking was, panties in a twist. It was humiliating, of course. Then leave the goddamn well, room. You know what? Here's an idea. Shut the fuck up. And leave. I mean, there is video after video after video on YouTube of hecklers getting destroyed by stand-up comedians. Yeah. If you don't, just leave the room. You know, when I'm listening to um, to stand-up comedians on um, on Pandora, right, and it hits a Dane Cook or somebody yeah. that I'm not interested in, I just skip it. Yeah, I I, I don't care. I don't I don't have the energy to get 
pissed off about somebody that I don't have to listen to. Yeah. They didn't have to listen to him. Get up and leave the but fucking But they also room. went to see Dane Cook, and I'm pretty sure he says some outrageous he shit, He says too. some, yeah. Fucking people. Way too sensitive. I agree. What's next? Um, let me ask you um, just a, a general question. If somebody overdoses on prescription drugs, do you have any sympathy for them? No. Okay. Neither do I. I would feel I feel bad for like Sylvester Stallone because his son overdosed today. Ah, uh, did he on prescription drugs? I feel bad. See, here's the I thing. feel bad for Stallone, but his son was a fucking idiot. If that's how he died, prescription drugs. There's directions right on the fucking label. Yeah, I started. Okay. I started taking the tramadol again, and it says take one tablet four times a day. How do you take the same tablet four times? It's real. You have to pass it fast. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the directions are there. I mean, in the case of someone like like Michael Jackson, whose doctor gave him mm. way too much shit that should not have been. Yeah. Okay? Um, and, and even, um, like, Heath Ledger. Let's I be honest. Bad. Let's be honest. Just because it says it's a prescription drug doesn't mean it was prescribed. Huh? Like OxyContin is a prescription drug. Yeah, you have to get. But if you decide to take, you but know, if you buy a hundred pills of it, yeah, you know, not through a pharmacy, you still overdose on a prescription drug. Yeah. So I think that's a gray area that's not often explored. Well, that's the thing. If someone you know is given a prescription for something and it says take one a day and you take five, I'm yeah. sorry, you're you know you're looking for something that that drug's not supposed to do for you, and you know, sorry, you cash out. That's unfortunate. Yeah, like I feel bad for Heath Ledger's daughter, Matilda. Yeah. I feel bad for Sylvester Stallone because, like, no one should have their father or, you know, yeah, son die before their age, before, that, before they're old. Yeah. But I'm not going to, I can't, like, Kurt Cobain put the shotgun in his mouth. That's his own dumb fucking fault. Yeah. I don't feel bad for, I'm mad at him for that. But you know what it is? It's not even like dumb. It's it's just he made a decision. He was done. You know what? Hmm. Totally within his rights. You want to do it? Whatever. Fine. That's. I would rather yeah. that. I would rather him do that than like, you know, get drunk and stoned, get into a car, kill somebody else, go into a bell tower with a fucking rifle and start, you know, killing yeah. people. We're talking about right? Kurt. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'd rather if you want to kill yourself. Rock the fuck on, man. Do it. If you're done, yeah. if you're done and you don't you, you don't want to be here anymore, fine. Yeah. Then the put on, shotgun the, in your mouth. The only I don't time care. the only time I can actually see, you know, suicide as a viable option is if you are, you know, you have a terminal illness and you want to go out on your own you know terms. What? Personally, I think that there's no there are that there's no problem that any person has mm. that's so bad especially when you see teenagers do it yeah that, that that's that so bad that they need to kill themselves yeah per- i mean that's just my opinion yeah. all right no yeah I, I can't imagine a situation that's so bad that i would want to kill myself mm. okay one there, uh, to be fair though there are terrible situations that no people doubt. have to endure every day no doubt all right but i can't like I, for me, it's just this pragmatic thing. Like, great. 
if you end your life, your mm. problems are over. But quite frankly, you never get that. You never get that opportunity to say, "Oh, good, I don't have to deal with that shit." You never anymore. get anything. All you say is, "Wait a minute, this isn't a ride." It's, yeah. Okay. It's like when people say, "Oh, I wish I was never born," because somebody's giving them a hard time or something. You know, oh, fuck my life. You know what? Here's how you have to think of it. If somebody is picking on you every day and you wish you were never born, change your thought process. I wish that person was yeah. never born. Fuck their life because they have to do something mean to me so they can feel complete as a human being. Right. Don't don't bring it on yourself as, oh, if I wasn't here. No. If the fucking bully wasn't there, your life yeah. would be better. But even someone like, 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 like Kurt Cobain, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Goes out at the top of his game. Mm. Quite frankly, Kurt, I don't know what the fuck was going on in your life, what the fuck was going on in your head, right. okay? But you got enough fucking money to solve the problems. And a lot of people don't have that, okay? There's yeah. therapy, there's rehab, there's all sorts well, of... he also had Courtney hanging around his neck, so... I mean, that, that's kind of... You know what? But moved. you can kick a person out of your house, yeah. okay? I, I don't know. Part of me thinks that he was a little bit weak-willed and he did whatever yeah. she said. So, you know? whatever, you know, but... I don't know. I again, don't know. I would rather him do that than... I mean, I would rather him do that, like I said, than go out and kill somebody else. Yeah. And those who, like you said, you're mad at him, but you get mad at him because it was, you know, you enjoyed his music, blah, 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 and... He had everything. Like, yeah. And he robbed you of the thing that you love that he produced, which was the music. So it's just like, he you also, asshole. But he also he also left a daughter, a, a daughter he never really got to know. Yeah. Like, like you know, I'm just getting to know my girls. Because they're old enough now where there's like, they're doing stuff. Yeah. It's just... No, a friend of my father's when... I, it might sound... It's selfish. My, my, a friend of my dad's, good friend, they were friends since they were kids. When this guy turned 40... Um, he killed himself. Mm. He, you know, in the garage with the whole hose from the exhaust pipe in. And you know who found him? Like his son who was my age. And I was mm. probably about 11 or 12 at the time. He's the one who went into the garage and saw dad dead in the car. It's just like, wow, hey, that suicide note should start off with, yeah. So when this comes up in therapy for you. He just fucked up his kid's life. Completely. Totally. Completely. Because he couldn't fucking handle what? What was so bad? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, there are people out there that have it so fucking terrible, I can't even imagine. But there's there's always a way out. Yeah. You know, we have people that listen to the show that were have been in terrible situations that have considered it. And then they're like, fuck that. Yeah, why give that thing, whatever it is, yeah. that kind of power? Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you find a way to, to stand up and overcome it. How did we get on this? I have no idea, but it's getting depressing. Let's talk about something funny. I don't know. Do we have funny? This is the Romney campaign. That is true. That's not funny. Wait a minute. Back that up. That's not funny. <laughs> That one's not funny either. Uh, here's the two headlines. Oh, Jesus. Georgia homeschooled girl punished with shock collar because the Bible says. And the other one is mother admits gluing two-year-old daughter's hands to wall and beating her into a coma, but tells court only God can judge her. Let me see the picture of this bitch. 
Hope she has crazy eyes. Oh, yeah. She's 22. She should be put to death. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I, I, it. Oh, no. There's no, there's no qualification. There's no, yeah. Someone should glue her hands to a wall. And then hit and her with a fucking car. Beat her into a coma. I'm it's okay a, with it's that. A, it's a little Old Testament, but I think you could find some people that would go for Whatever. that. Maybe. Where's your maybe, God now, bitch? Maybe the child's grandmother could do that. I, just, I don't understand how people can hurt children. I don't get it. All right, let's read it since we've talked about it. This fucking idiot. <laughs> a young mother admitted on Thursday, actually this is Thursday that just happened, to gluing her two-year-old daughter's hands to a wall and beating her into a coma. I can understand if you're really, really upset that some sort of like, you know, you snap or something like that, but you've got to go, find the glue, uh-huh. do all this shit. At some point in that process, you should go, whoa, wait a minute, this is getting out of hand. Well... I mean, fuck, the Dursleys only locked Harry in the cabinet under the stairs. They didn't, like, you know, ritually abuse him and cut him. Right. They, tu- they turned I know that that's just a, a book, little but... bit of a room. Yeah. With uh, when Elizabeth Escalona, 23, left the courtroom after pleading guilty to injury to a child, charges stemming from the horrific abuse in September, she told reporters afterward, I have no comment and only God can judge me. That's all I got to say. Um, I'm pretty sure the judge can judge you. Yeah, it's like right in his name. <laughs> the toddler, Jocelyn Cedillo, was briefly on life support in a coma. According to police reports, glue and paint were stuck to her palms with skin torn away in places. A relative told local news station 8 that the girl has broken bones, bruises, and head injuries. The girl was rushed to hospital after Escalona called her mother and said there was something wrong with her daughter. When the child's grandmother got to the house, the girl was unresponsive. According to police reports, Escalona dragged her daughter by the feet before gluing her hands to the wall until they bled. I'm guessing she used, like, super glue. That is so fucking fucked up. She then allegedly hit the girl in the stomach with a milk jug, kicked her, and beat her with a shoe and a belt. Police said that numerous people had seen the suspect inflict pain on her daughter in the past. On the day of the attack, Escalona changed her Facebook profile photo to one of her and Jocelyn and wrote, The morning news reported, Why does God put obstacles in my life? Oh, because you you fucked a dude. Idiot. Escalona could face life in prison if convicted. She remains eligible for criminal education, which would leave her without a criminal conviction on her record. That's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. The girl and three other siblings were taken into custody. Um, What should happen is this woman should set foot in jail, and then they should Jeffrey Dahmer her, where they beat her to death with with a dumbbell. What the fuck? Like, they should paint her walls with her brains. I... I'm sorry, if if I ever I the the week we don't do a show is the week I'm on trial for beating someone to death <laughs> because I saw them hit a kid that is a tenth their size. That is so fucked up. I don't think I'd be able to hold back. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah, that is that's just uh, eleven shades of fucking stupid. Yeah. Let's uh let's move a little bit uh up on the uh 
the the horrific scale back to a little bit better. Oh, that's not it. That's Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Georgia homeschooled girl punished with shock collar because the Bible says. I can't even imagine where that is. I can't even imagine because the Bible didn't know about electricity. Yeah. A Georgia couple was arrested this week on charges of child cruelty and false imprisonment after their 15-year-old, 15 years old, 15-year-old daughter told authorities that she was forced to live in a chicken coop and wear a remote-controlled shock collar. The 15-year-old, who was homeschooled, reportedly said that her adopted parents, well, there's the fucking problem, Mm. homeschooled and adopted, and, sorry, Georgia and chicken coop all together, (laughs) Samuel and Diana Franklin punished her for not finishing schoolwork by spending up to six days at a time in the chicken coop behind their house in Butler over the past two years. Chicken coops are known to have high levels of ammonia, which can be dangerous to both humans and animals. Authorities said that the girl was also forced to do manual labor and spend time in a four-foot-wide outhouse. I've never seen anything like this personally, Georgia Bureau of Investigation agent Wayne Smith explained. If the allegations prove to be true, it's a very severe case. A shock collar was found at the home when the parents were taken into custody on Tuesday. The girl said that that a device similar to the one that remotely locks and unlocks cars was used to activate the collar and punish her with jolts of electricity. Authorities said the device appeared to match the description provided by the girl. The collar and a leather belt were being examined at the crimes at a, at a crime lab for DNA evidence. Diana Franklin told one neighbor that she was, quote, doing what the Bible says by punishing, her, punishing the girl for not doing her chores the, quote, right way. Diana Franklin was charged with four counts of false imprisonment and 12 counts of cruelty to children. Samuel Franklin also faces charges of eight counts of false imprisonment and eight counts of cruelty to children. Both parents were released on bond on Thursday. What the fuck? It's, is it? I just don't fucking understand it. You know, someone could look at the stories that we report and say, oh, the world's getting worse. But here's what I think it really is. We just have better access to information. Yeah, that's all it is. People have been assholes like this forever. But I'm very curious what part of the Bible says to torture your children? I mean, I know it says you can sell them into slavery and prostitution and shit, but for fuck's sake, I don't understand. I really do not understand. I cannot imagine a day coming where I do anything, anything close to hurting my children. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, and um, just by the way, I um, did not come across... I, I had a very busy week, and I did not come across any parents talking like shit to their children in enough time for, for me to record it, so I don't have anything, because we had talked about that. Shitty parents. Segment. Oh, yeah. So um, maybe I'll get a bunch of people in... Uh, when I'm in Philadelphia. But um, Ellen asked me. You know, she's, rest stops. She's do that. That's high. Oh, you know, it's like high stress. Yeah. Billy, get the fuck over here. Yeah. But uh, Ellen asked me, she's like, is that is that legal? I said, well, I'm not going to identify the person. Yeah. Um, I don't know their names. I said, and um, when you're in a public place, because I remember the conversation we had about uh, photographs in public places. Yeah. Um, 
I imagine it's the same thing. If you're saying something out loud, there's a level of expected privacy. And if you're in the middle of a department store, you have no privacy unless yeah, exactly. you're in the changing areas. So, I mean, I'm not going to say, oh, Janine Woodward, you know, 48 of Danvers is a fucking douche monster. Because <laughs> this is how she talks to her kid. And I've realized, though, that, like, all you have to do is talk to them. Just a little bit. Yeah. Ripley today, she's she has this really bad cough. She's got a post-nasal drip. We thought she had pneumonia. She doesn't. Nova's clear. She's still taking her medicine, but she's clear. Ripley's got this cough that she coughs so much that she throws up, but the doctor checked mm, her today. That's always fun. And, and she's okay. She just she doesn't understand how to get it, get the, the phlegm into her mouth to spit out. Yeah. So it, it gets to the point where, in, in whatever, in, in her throat. Um, on the bright side, the other day, Nova sat on the edge of the sofa and just started fucking whistling. Out of nowhere. All right. I don't think I could whistle till I was like six. And she's <laughs> four. But um, yeah, Ripley's like, can we go to the toy store and buy some toys? I'm like, did did you bring your money? Because they have bank accounts. Yeah. Right? I'm like, do you have any of your money? No. So you know, every time you go out, doesn't mean you get something. Yeah. I said, I'm not getting any toys for myself today. She said, okay. Real sad and everything. Yeah. She was exhausted, but something. It's it's all you know. You could say no. We don't. We can't afford. I don't ever want the girls to know how little fucking money we have. <laughs> all right, because that can that can affect them later on in a negative way. Yeah. Toward money, I want it to be. Oh, you save your money. You have your bank account. You do this. You do that. This is how you you know right. are fiscally responsible, even though your parents aren't. And. uh you know, you take it from there, and it's it's a healthy respect of, yeah. you know, like my parents, I had an idea, you know, I know now, older, like, when they moved up here, work wasn't so good, you know, it was right. late 70s and all that, and, you know, it was either um, buy cigarettes or um, um, uh, spaghetti sauce, yeah. and that's when my mother quit smoking, <laughs> you know, so it's like, but, like, in the 70s, like, a pack of cigarettes was, like, a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but, like, I didn't know that. Then when I would ask, oh, hey, how much does Dad make at his job? Um, the answer was enough. Because I didn't need to know. Right. And, you know, that's kind of how it's going to be with them. But <laughs> Well, it's interesting with my kids because we'll talk about um, a, a, a little bit about a, a little bit about money mm. and you know the question always comes up it's you know because there's i mean julie and i have made very very specific choices i mean right i have this sort of freelance piecemeal kind of you know income stream that right. i'm just very very you know it's we piece together an income and a living um and but the the trade-off for that is that I get to spend a lot of time with my kids. I get yeah. to do stuff yeah. at the schools. I get to, you know what I mean? Right. Whereas if I did go and get another cubicle type job, then right. I'm, I'm, that's gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then the summers are, I mean, are gone. I right. mean, so it's, and I've asked my kids, I've asked my kids all the time. I said, you know, would you rather, I just go and get some sort of sit at a desk job, and I'm gone from seven in the morning till seven at night. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, what about the summers?" I was right. like, "Dude, 
That's it, it would it would be the whole thing. Yeah. Well, what about film school? I'm like, well, right. they would die. We we'd have yeah. to shut that down. Yeah, it's all it's all what 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 can you what what can the 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 family's economy support? Right. And and that like uh, for my job in the summers, our days are split in half. Instead of doing ten hour days, we do like six and a half hours because yeah. uh, we're open longer. And like I'm out earlier, which is great. But I'm also working like an extra day to get the same amount yeah. of hours. It's kind of weird that way. But on the flip side so, of that, days are longer, so and you've I, got more daylight hours. That's so. true, and I and I kind of get to pick and choose a little bit. Like um, when we come back from from uh, the shore in September, the first day back, like officially back, they go to their first day of preschool. So uh, we're gonna take that day off. Yeah. And we're gonna wait by the phone. Be a little bit sad. It's gonna be a lot. You're gonna cry. But then we're also gonna go out to eat. Yep. And like, I don't know. I'm. You know, you're what? gonna cry. I'm really nervous that they're not gonna fit it. Even though I know they will. They will. I'm really nervous that that I've created these. I'm smarter than you, pretentious little kids. But you know what? But you're you're. They're gonna go. Ellen will cry. I'm a little more. Bullshit. Little you're more. Gonna, you're gonna I didn't cry. cry when they were born, and I thought I was going that to. You will. You're because you're gonna see them, and I'm kind of They're stoic. gonna be. They're gonna be nervous, and they're gonna be scared. Oh no, and they're not nervous. No, they want to go but today. I know because they're excited about the idea. But yeah. the day it happens, but they've been there already. Okay, so but it's 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 also that like okay now it's real. They'll be nervous. Yeah. They'll they'll get through it oh, yeah. because you've got smart, confident. Um, you've got smart, confident girls, mm. and they're going to be like, okay. And are they going to be together? Yes. Okay. So yes. they've got each other. That's all true. Right? But the thing is, I know, and I've watched them when we take them to playgrounds and stuff like that, yeah. and there's other kids around, they separate. Good. Which I was fucking amazed. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. But you'll see. And you won't cry because you're sad. You'll cry because you're just so damn proud of them it's I, just like oh my god here are these little people and they're gonna yeah. go into this day and they're gonna make a hundred little decisions like yeah and, and in terms of behavior and who they hang out with and and what they choose to do and and yep. and they're gonna say please and thank you and it's gonna be like i fuck i did that yeah you know and it's gonna i i do it you know even now okay yeah. even now and i'm like this old pro okay they go after school the first day, all right? Yeah. It's it's still like, shit, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, every day. And I'm just so impressed by them all the time. There's there's things they say that I worry about every now and then. Like, um, we, um, we were, there's the, that play area at North Shore. Yeah. And um, they went and they played. And there was this one little Indian kid, uh, India Indian kid. Okay. And, the dot, uh, not the... Right. And when we came home, um, they said, I didn't like that brown boy. Okay. He was darker skinned yeah. than them. He was brown. I'm not. Yeah. Like, they're not. But you know why they didn't like him? Because he was an asshole. Yeah, yeah. He was like shoving people and stuff. Yeah. And that was the only identifying feature. Like, there's the kid that was dressed like Superman. So that was Superman. There's the, you know, the kid with blonde hair. They're white. So, I don't. I think that's the distinguishing feature for them. Would would be that. So, so at the playground, they know there's Superman, there's Master Race, and then there's the asshole brown kid. 
Yeah, but it's like like they they play with everybody, but they um, will not play with loud, angry, aggressive kids. Um, but we talked about it. We said, "Why didn't you like that boy?" And um, and and they said, "Well, because he was he had very bad manners." Yeah, all right. We, so it we wasn't said, about he we was said, different. We said, "Okay, so it's not about what color his skin was." And they said, "No, he's rude." <laughs> like, no, he's well, just then, a dick, well then, well then. And and then I I said well then don't you don't need to say that he you could say that little rude boy, I because you could either say don't focus on skin color which then in their head is focus on skin right. color or you could say focus on manners like when we watch Spider Man and it's leading up to Venom right there's there's red suit Spider Man yeah but then there's because you know they're learning language and stuff there's black Spider Man. Okay. And we're, like, and we're like, it's the black suit Spider-Man, because you got to put that suit in there. It's like where you put motherfucker before Asian right. or after Asian. One way is bad. One way is okay. Right. Um, but it, it reminds me, every time they say something like that, that I'm bringing my own exactly. fears You're bringing into it. Your Are people going to think we're a racist if they say, oh, that little brown boy? Because no, the, because the kid, the kid, honest, the kid honestly was like four inches shorter. Because than if you don't, if you don't know that he's rude, right? You'll be, you'll still be like, you'll if they, if they came up to you and said, "Oh, that little rude boy," yeah, you'll be like, "Well, which, which one? Which one? Yeah, of the black kid, you know, or the brown boy, right? Okay, or whatever." It's just like, yeah. oh, okay. But I mean, I, you know, I, but, I like, but I like they could the have they also very easily have said he's, you know, the one wearing the blue shirt or right. the one wearing those. Shitty I think shoes. I think there was another kid wearing the same color shirt right. too. So, 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 but their their, but it like comment we, about him. It comes from we like like when we're when, like like we're taken aback for a second. Like, who? When did Hitler get a hold of our children? <laughs> But I'm afraid, like like they said one day, joking around, that I scare them. And I don't know what they meant by that, because every once in a while I will have to raise my voice because yeah. they're not listening and I have to get their attention. Um, one time it was in a parking lot and it made them cry because I yelled because yeah. a car was coming. But, you know, I, and we talk about it and I'm like, look, if I'm going to raise my voice and I have to yell, it's to keep you safe. And if I have to yell at you and you cry a little bit, but you don't get hit by a car, I'm good. Uh, that's fine. And it, I don't like it. Well, then you need to listen. But then they say, "Oh, dad scares me. I'm afraid of dad." I'm like, "You cannot." Good. I said, "No." But like they told that to my mother, and they're like, "Is something going on at the house?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I yelled at him the other day, but that's because they opened the front door. Like, can't let the dogs out without right. collars on, right?" And we had a talk about that, saying, you know, other people aren't going to understand what you mean. And it's, it's, it's fascinating to me how I have to think it through and explain it to them because they don't understand yeah. how the world works. And, you know, it starts off like, well, do you, do you like me? Yeah. You're not afraid of me, are you? Well, when you yell... Okay, well, see, that's right. something you have to say. I, You know, when Dad yells, he scares me. That's a little bit better than yeah. I'm afraid of my father because then I will walk in to pick them up. Yeah, and then and they'll look at me and they'll go, yeah, no shit. 
We'd like you to meet social services. Oh, and I'd be like, fuck. But you know what, though? Stuff like that, you're going to, it's. Yeah. For one thing, teachers get it. You know, because. These people over there seem really good. And again, this is one of those things I I think I said it before. It's just be involved. You know? Well, when we went for the open house, Nova sat down and and she was three, like just over three. And she sat down and did this magnetic alphabet puzzle, like bing, bang, boom, like all letters out of order, got them all right. And they told me, they're like, not too many kids her age can do that. And I'm like, all right, yeah. (laughs) But I talked to the owner and her assistant for like 45 minutes. Like she took the time to talk to me. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay, you know, because you took the time and we talked about the museum and the girls and art and music and all the stuff that, which is why we're sending them there. You know, we're sending them there to get the structure of kindergarten, basically. But they foster more um, um, dance, music, art, you know, the shit that they're going to forget about when they get to first grade. Um, and And I want that seed put there yeah and it'll also be reading and you know they'll work on reading and, and spelling and all that stuff so yeah it's gonna be interesting it will be and it'll but be I, fun i think the day that's really gonna bug me is when they go to kindergarten because that's the first day of five days a week we're doing three days a week for yeah. this first thing so i don't know i don't know if they're anybody, more ready than you think oh they want to go now. They were picking out backpacks in Target, and we're yeah. like, uh, "It's not time to pick out backpacks because we're picking out stuff for like yeah. swimming and stuff like that." So, um, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. It'll be fun. Yeah. What's really interesting <clears throat> is this year at the summer program we're doing, um, one of the people working for Julie is um, Lily's teacher coming in the fall ah. and she used to be cole's teacher when cole was in the third grade so it's, it's gonna be can't wait to read her blog my my summer with the housers <laughs> fuckers are crazy so uh is this for now yeah actually let's let's do a break i want to i gotta pee and get some more coffee okay. and then we'll come back and we'll do feedback and we're gonna end it because we gotta do two shows tonight all right um so you kind of get gypped in the long run everybody but sorry <laughs>
Anything else off the um, top of your head? No, nothing really. Um, looking forward to seeing Batman next week. Yeah, I, fun. I, I've I'm heard doing the some, whole trilogy thing. I've heard some rumors about how it could possibly end. Don't want to know. Don't want to hear the rumors. And honestly, can I just say this without being spoilery? If it ends that way, the movie can go fuck itself. That's all. All right. That's all I I'm going to say. Know. All I'm going to say. All right. I'm uh, going to read some uh, emails. So feedback time. All right. This one is from Rich. Hi, guys. Fun show this last time around. The subject line here is racism in America. Yeah. Uh, fun show last time around. I like the talk around the Chris Rock quote. Personally, I couldn't give a shit uh, less what he Twittered. Yeah. And didn't even know he had done it until you guys brought it up. I'm surprised Frank didn't key in on the main reason why the issue seems so prevalent in the U.S., namely money. There's big money to be made in the perpetually pissed-off victim industry in the U.S. because we're one of the few nations that nationalized it. Fully one half of all federal spending is basically handouts to special interests. In Europe, it's class that's the deciding factor. Here in the U.S., for various reasons, class and race are largely intermingled, and there's no money to be made in perpetual... And there's money to be made in perpetual victimhood huh you can tell it's a line of shit because the real violation of the civil liberties of blacks and other minorities in our current era is the war on drugs but no one prominent really challenges that clusterfuck of a policy i found the discussion on healthcare reform interesting i don't have much to say on the issue even though i have a very definite opinion on it four things should be noted though okay one about 50 percent of our system is fully socialized through medicare medicaid veterans and indians indian health services I don't know many people who prefer those services, just people who have no other choice but to use them and often aren't happy about it. Two, all the claims about the current reform are basically the same lines of shit that were given about the four previous mentioned services. Mm -hmm. They all failed Mm -hmm. miserably to the point that increasingly doctors aren't even accepting those patients anymore because of nightmare amounts of paperwork and billing issues that could be charitably described as goat fuck. (laughs) 
three, Frank mentioned doctor visits are free under certain circumstances. It should be noted that nothing is free. Well, I know that. I just mean like no out-of-pocket for the patient. Right. Um, just because you or I aren't paying something doesn't mean it's free. It just means someone is paying for it. Someone else is paying for it or getting screwed. I'm all right with that. Um, <laughs> nothing of value in this world is free. Lastly, one area of medicine that has seen steady and even falling prices in financing options is the one that's least regulated, which is largely cosmetic and certain corrective surgeries. Today, you can get 2015 vision, suck all the fat out of your ass, and get a new head of hair while removing the hair from the rest of your body for under 20 grand. But God forbid you need an MRI. Anyway, we'll see in 10 years just how good a reform it was. I don't hope for much. One thing you learn after starting the government is nothing gets through Congress and becomes law unless it's been bought and paid for by some special interest who have the means, motive, and time to lobby for it. And in this case, the special interest wasn't you or me. Yeah, we never are, are right. we? And I doubt it was anyone who gives two ferret shits about you or me. <laughs> All the best always, Rich. Hey, I rich. heard I heard some rumors about uh, people running in the next races and this one. Some people are speculating that Romney is... Oh, my tramadol's kicking in, so I'm a little bit dizzy. Nice. Which is weird. It makes me dizzy. Like, every like third pill I take, I get dizzy for like an hour. If I turn my head too fast. Anyway, uh, that's the only medication that ever gives me side effects. Um, they're rumoring, and this is just a rumor that I read today, uh, Condoleezza Rice. Really? And I thought, well, aside from the fact that, you know, now you're going to go with a black woman and it looks like pandering, she's not a bad choice because she is intelligent and well-spoken. I'll give her that. She does also seem to have a sense of humor because I've seen her on The Daily Show. Yeah, and I've also heard that um, regardless of whether Elizabeth Warren wins the um, the, the Senate. Senate race, she is being eyed for the next election really? after this one. Yeah, but Hillary will be the the VP. Well, I don't, I don't who think will be the VP. Hillary. I don't think Hillary can hold the ticket on her own. I think she can. Well. Do you know what would be a hell of a ticket? Hmm. Hillary Condoleezza as VP. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot more to Elizabeth Warren in the future. Definitely. I like her a lot. Yeah. she's She definitely, when she says uh, that she's not bought and paid for, she's telling the truth. You know, you can tell that Scott Brown, and yes, folks, this is Massachusetts Senate politics. Yeah. Scott Brown is pushing out those commercials that um, he, who he's married to, that reporter for, I think, Channel 5. Because yeah. so, a lot of people go, oh, I didn't know he was married to her. Well, what is the hope like? Oh, I like her. I'll vote for him. Yeah. Oh, hey, my daughter was on American Idol, and she's named after a Jedi that bit it in Sith. Wow. Ayla. Yeah. But that's, you know, whatever. All right. If he actually named his daughter after a Star Wars character, I would have a modicum of respect for him. Yeah. As of right now, he's just a slave to all of the he's that cool. corporate whatever. Well, he's got that truck and that jacket. Big fucking deal. Yeah. All right. This one is from James. <laughs> Which James? The dork. Okay. Um, subject is, I like Chris Rock's tweet. You know why? Because I am fucking sick of people talking about the, quote, values of our founding fathers. When assholes talk about gay marriage and Christianity and invoke the values of our country, our country was founded on. Makes me want to throw a brick at them. <laughs> Fact: This country was founded by rich white slave owners who treated women 
like lesser forms of life. Yeah. Happy White People's Independence Day is on par with what I like to call Thanksgiving. Happy Native American Genocide Day. <laughs> the problem is not that America was founded on slavery. The problem, as I see it, is that America tries to whitewash the horrible shit we did, more so to the Native Americans than the slaves, yeah. in the name of pumping up how awesome we are. Of course, one of my favorite takes on this whole issue comes from Spike on a Thanksgiving episode of Buffy. You are a conquering nation, and that's what conquering nations do. Which is to say that, yeah, we did horrible things to people on the lands we were invading, but there are not many instances of friendly invasions, which is totally fucking true. We didn't do anything different that any other civilization who marched into somebody else's land didn't do. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's just the way fucking business well, is done. Well, I don't know. It's not right, definitely. It could be argued that it was wrong, given smallpox blankets to innocent people that had no immunity to it. You know. Killing women and children is never really right. Right? There's no answer I can give off the top of my head that won't make me look like Daniel Tosh. So, <laughs> kind of rambling, Wait, I guess. why do I need to get raped now? Exactly. Uh, oh. It's your turn. As long as it's my wife doing it, that'd be fine. Kind of rambling, I guess, but my point is hot dogs are awesome and we should all drink a Coke and watch Modern Family because sometimes <laughs> I like to look at pictures of bunnies. So put that in your pipe and eat a brownie. <laughs> oh, wait, it's a small letter brownie, so he's not talking. Small letter B brownie, so he's not talking about the Girl Scout troops. James, though, what the fuck was that about? Dork. Yes, that would be cannibalism. Anyway. And can we just, for the record, these people eating other people's faces are not fucking zombies. They're cannibals. Yeah. Okay? They're also crazy people. Yes. Just won't point that out. And it's no one's fault. They're just crazy people. Well, that other dude there, the first guy that yeah. ate the homeless dude, he didn't have anything in his system but a little bit of pot. And you know what, and though? And pot has never made me that hungry before. But I'll tell you, finally, though, there is someone publicly trying to actually do something about the homeless. Oh, wow. And... And it's not just Charlton Heston. Well, and he's trying to right? solve... Was he, was he in Soylent Green? Yeah. Okay. And he's trying to solve a, a hunger problem. Yeah. You know, mm, mm. yeah, but you don't want to ever eat the skin. That's the part that's bad for you. Yeah, well, makes you fat. So anyway, uh, I got nothing else. Fucking terrible. Well, we need to do this. All righty. Hold on. It's good if I unmute it. Yeah, and then dial the volume down a little bit, huh? Let's try that again. Here. That was weird. That really was. It stopped recording right in the middle of what I said. I'll probably forget to edit that. Um, I can't hear All right, let's go to an idiot. Here's an idiot. I still can't hear anything. You can't hear anything at all? <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Jack off in your soup. I don't care. Hey, 
Hey there, Chris and Frank. Hey. Your favorite idiot, Reverend Scott. You're <laughs> oh, my guy. favorite. And I figured I'd come back with another segment of Last Rites. And it was a bad idea to begin with. <laughs> Just bear with me here. I seem to always come up with something worthwhile to say every week. All right. Well, let's see what happens. I can tell you this right now. What's going to happen <laughs> is you're going to hear me tell you my thoughts on the whole Daniel Tosh versus oh, nice. the bitchy, whiny, sensitive bitch whore debacle. Uh, I'm not touching that. Okay, maybe I spoiled my opinion a little bit with that introduction. But here's my feelings, at least. Daniel Tosh is a comedian. He does stand-up comedy at a comedy venue called The Laugh Factory. He tells jokes while he's on stage. This bitch walks into this venue, hears him telling these jokes, and is all like, What? Here's where my opinion sways one way or the other. Based on what she does directly after hearing a rape joke, she feels is offensive. (laughs) If she got up to leave silently and was called out by Tosh and then he proceeded to say that he wanted her to be gang raped, Mm. I'd be the first in the line to say she was in the right. But guess what? That's not what happened. Instead, she chose to interrupt this man while he was doing his job to blatantly heckle him. That's so fucking stupid. Why would you do that? My feelings exactly. Unless you've never seen a comedian on the internet, TV, or in person, you should know better than to think he wouldn't respond to you saying something isn't funny. I don't give a fuck who the comedian is. She's going to get manhandled more thoroughly by that comedian than Chris's penis does by Frank. It's heavy, isn't it? Yeah. Because that same right of free speech she displayed in heckling him applies to anything he wants to say right back to her. And as bad as what he told her was, it's no worse than Chris's idea of disciplining children. You, you smack your kid upside the head with a studded dildo or whatever. <laughs> or his sex what? With morals. Trying to have sex with everything. What is that, a goat? I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is, don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Don't go to a scat party and get surprised when you get shit on. Scat <laughs> man! <laughs> She was practically asking for a money shot. It had, like, the the burst and then the velocity yeah. going with it. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, that sounded really nice. But that's just my opinion. I'm sure you guys discussed it more in depth than I did earlier in the show. But fuck, I didn't have anything better to talk about. Now I know Daniel Tosh publicly apologized to the woman for what he said. But had she asked him for an apology before he had a show on Comedy Central, I bet he would have been like, Oh yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I think that's it for this week, guys. I'll talk to you again in about two weeks after the commentary show. At least that's the way I understood what was going on next week. It was either that or Frank was trying anal for the first time on the air. I was leaving a gap there so you could fill in. You both have a great week and peace and love, guys. Where's the stinger? Are you serious? <laughs> it's goofy and stupid as shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a what a what a concise show that this week, nice. huh? Look at that. Damn. Yeah, it didn't it didn't help that I like I like spread my opinion all over the internet too, so he knew exactly what we were gonna say. That makes us sound dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Are uh, you serious podcast at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook where we seem to get a lot of our uh yeah. Comments and yeah. well, it's where like we, that, which is great. It's where I put all the news stories, yeah, at least. Yeah, no, that's good. So, hey, because um, we fill a little bit at the end, usually, for the music to, yeah. to kick in. Um, I decided what I want to do under these two tattoos. Here I was going to ask. Uh, were you really? No, no, I wasn't. Okay. Um, 
I thought since it's it's the initials of each girl, and um, I don't I don't I, I don't really have anything that represents my wife yet. Um, I'd get boobs. No, um, I want her to paint something because she's really good with watercolor, and I've seen a lot of tattoo artists that can do that watercolor look. And I thought maybe if she did like um, like a sun and some stars like sprinkled throughout with like colors that represent each of the girls, I could have that done on each arm. Cool. And and then because I can't tell you um, how much I've been itching just to get some color. Yeah. Because all the tattoos I have are black right now. Um, I just leave so he could cut that part out there. Yeah. No. He um, used that. Yeah. Um, but I, I really want some, like, blues and, and reds and, like, really vibrant color put on it now. So. Um, apropos of nothing, right. I was supposed to ask you how far you are in Lego Batman 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, what I told you the other day is still the same. Okay. Because um, he's finished it. Yeah. I don't have time to play. See, this game this game looks fun. It's a lot of fun. But Superman, I, Fire, Green I, Lantern is very cool. I haven't got to anybody yet. I'm still with Batman. We're, we just... I think um, you don't get Superman till like... Superman showed up and yeah. like was like, Hey, how's everybody doing? Yeah, and Batman's just like, oh, that fucking guy. Yeah, and Robin's like, hey, Superman! Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, he's a really nice guy, huh? Yeah. It's fun having them talk. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just did the Arkham maze where it's Bane, Poison Ivy, Scarecrow, yeah. Riddler, and they're all on their different vehicles. Um, and then, oh, we took out the Joker on his boat. Okay. We went back to the Batcave, and now we're going to another area of Gotham. Yeah. So not that far. Yeah. Um, I want to play more. Yeah, he wanted me to tell you that he finished it. Yeah, yeah. Tell him thanks. <laughs> um but I, I play basically the girls. We we they watch and they tell me where to go and stuff because yeah. they're not interested in picking up the controller yet. Right. Um, and and then like we get the coins and we do that and we run around and um, yeah. But I I am most interested actually in the coming soon that was on the disc. Do you what is What's he? The Lord what is of the he? Rings thing? Yeah. yeah, he's very excited about that. That we've already uh, put down money on that one. Really? Yeah. I I have to I have to pre-order it because Ellen loves the Lego games. They're great. Not so much the Indiana Jones one. We didn't have a lot. That one wasn't a whole lot of fun. The first Batman one actually wasn't even that. No, much No, it wasn't that great. And the Clone Wars one, not so good. The rest of them, I have Star Wars ones. The, the first fantastic. two Star Wars, yeah. yeah, they were great. But the Lego Clone Wars one, it got a little too convoluted, where to go, what to do, that kind of yeah. thing. Um, but the Lord of the Rings should be... The Harry Potter ones are really, really nice. good, too. Oh, I yeah. Yeah, I try to play those games with her. And I'm like, all right, we got everything. She's like, I'm exploring. I'm like, no, don't explore. Let's fucking move on. Oh, I'm the We've one been standing outside coins, of the, the Quidditch coins. World Cup for like 20 minutes. What else is here? Yeah. She's like, I'm finding out. I'm like, all right. Yeah, no, they, they they do an amazing so. job with those, and I can't think of like what franchise would be next after Lord of the Rings. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but I'll tell you when uh, when they showed the Watchtower in the Batman Two, and um, and and Martian Manhunter was sitting in the chair with his feet up, yeah. just talking. They got so excited, like the Martian Manhunter. I'm yeah. like, yeah. And I have no idea what he said. Yeah, in the guide, because so, Cole got the guide, too. Yeah. You see all the characters yeah. and everybody, and there's like a ton and of And all people. of them are, are playable, yeah. right? Once you, yeah. yeah. It was cool to see him, like, flying around with Green Lantern. And, now, how does Green Lantern's powers work? 
Is it like a fist or a hammer? Def- is yeah, like it's his a thing? fist. Of mostly a fist that okay. I've seen. All right, yeah, because that's yeah. I mean, considering he, he, his weapon can be yeah. anything, he and Wonder Woman of. flies. Yeah, which yeah. I guess is happening in the comic book. It has lately. for a long time. So, now. Okay, yeah. Um, the better versions of Wonder Woman fly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh. Yeah, but it's uh, it's fun. I mean, I've watched him play a lot. It right it, it is definitely fun so far. Um, and I keep trying to, man, because I want a 360 in my house. Yeah. But I can't just say, hey, honey, I want a 360 because I'm married. Um, no. So I've been trying to talk to Cole. I'm like, so Cole. You know what? Don't even bother because the next the one's one due out in like a year and a half. And it's supposed to have like Blu-ray and, and all that well, stuff. Well, I was so. just like, well, you know, Cole, do you, you, know, do you still want to get the 360? He's just like, no, I'm good. I've heard. Like, come I've heard, on, man! I've heard rumors, and I don't even know how true this is. That if you uh, sign up for a two-year cable subscription, because I guess it's going to work more like an entertainment center, yeah. um, then the the console will be a hundred bucks. That's a rumor. That's like really? totally like out of left field Fruit, rumor. Comcast over Verizon. I don't know, but they have Xfinity on the Xbox already, really? so they must have must like be Comcast. Yeah, I can I can deal. access stuff through. Uh, That's interesting. Through mine. Yeah, let me so. know if you hear about that. They'll there'll be some big announcement. Because like up. the Wii, yeah, the Wii's kind of fun, but quite yeah. frankly, for me, mm. my generation, me, like video games is I wanna sit there, mm-hmm. I wanna slouch on a couch, yeah. um, and with, I wanna with play, the feet up. Right. Yeah. Where half my brain is paying attention to what the game's doing and the yeah. other half of my brain is thinking about the rest of my life you know yeah. one yeah. of the reason i like the, the the splinter cell game so much uh, you sit there in a totally darkened room and you're yep. just going about your business and then you you know and and you can zone yeah. out and yeah i got uh, i got shit. dead island in and i asked online before um before i uh, it came in i'm like is it any good what is you know and people are like oh the multiplayer is pretty fun and i'm like yeah is there a single player campaign I don't do a whole lot of that because if I'm not good at something, I'm not confident enough to play with other people. Yeah, and then um, multiplayer is just like you know what? It's I remember my, from my Halo days. Yeah. It's Halo Two and stuff like that. It's such a pain in the ass to like. Oh, when are you going to be on? When can we play? When can we? Yeah. It's like you know what? Fuck that because I'm usually playing at like three o'clock in the morning. There was a there was a time, time with with the Halo games where I didn't give a shit who I played with. I just randomly went into rooms with yeah. whoever. Because I actually got good enough that I could hold my own for a little while. I was always getting my ass kicked. And then they did the tiered thing where they would put people of the same skill together. Yeah, that was pretty smart. That was that was pretty good. So, which was great because I got to play with you know quadriplegics and stuff like that. (laughs) And I did well. But like, I'm I'm looking like Resident Evil Six is coming out. So that's something that the single player of that is something that I'm really looking forward to. And yeah, it's it's lights off, cranked up, you know. I don't. I don't need multiplayer. Like, I really thought I was going to be a little bit jealous of that old Republic game. Yeah, not at all. Not even close. Yeah. No, nothing. What I want is Battlefront Three. I was never a big fan of the Battlefront stuff. I Just love never. the space combat in two. I owned that shit. Yeah, I was actually really, really good at that. I was a big fan of the. Uh on my my computer the medal of honor series uh, loved that shit oh oh i have to pee so let's wrap this up coming out soon is hd remastered tony hawk pro skater uh, the first one uh, that was me and my brother that was our fucking lives and the funny thing is i had two moves that i was really good at 720 benihana 
in the 720 Christ Air. That sound like Chinese food. Well, the Benihana was named after the restaurant, but the Christ Air, the board goes in one hand, both arms go out, and you spin around. So you look like Christ, you know, spinning around. Uh, those that I will I will actually download that and play that because I missed that. Tony Hawk Two is probably one of the best games I ever played. Or was it three? I was never big on the skateboard two. games. I was. The two skateboards on the porch should be an indication of that. <laughs> anyway, uh, if the number still works, two zero six three three nine fifty eight zero eight. I doubt it does. And uh, um, which is fine because we got the Facebook, we got the email. The, yeah, you know. uh, people can email MP threes yeah. and all that stuff. So. Um, if you write in feedback for the next show, uh, we'll get to it the show after that. And that's it. All right. Bye. Bye. I was expelled from a meeting of Latter-day Saints in, when I first went to, to, to Salt Lake City. They were, they, I just literally, as a tourist, I was wandering around, and this person in a grey shift came up to me and said, would you like to see around? And I said, well, that's very kind. And then she started gathering others, and I realized she was a Mormon who was doing a tour, and presumably there was a little bit of recruitment uh, going along because they're a very proselytizing uh, sect, as you know, the Mormons. Anyway, she, uh, but she gave us a good tour, and we saw this tabernacle here and this here and so on. And, and then at one point she said, I just want to tell you a little about the Church of Latter-day Saints. And we all politely stood. And then she said how um, in the afterlife, all families will be reunited. And you'll be with your families forever. So I put my hand up and said, but well, what happens if you've been good? <laughs> she, she said, could you leave, please? Because everyone started laughing. But I mean, what a ridiculous idea. How is that supposed to be attractive? You're going to be stuck with every aunt and every cousin and every, oh, good gracious, every, you know, alcoholic or slightly deviant uncle. I mean, Jesus, it's just the most awful destiny imaginable. And they think that's a USP. That's a, yeah, that's what our church promises. Good Lord. Well, of course, what he does, you don't have to be that. 
You don't have to be that smart to spot, is what it does, is that church focuses entirely on women d'un certain âge, as the French say, women of a certain age, um, who, who, who have lost their children because they've grown up, and who've lost their parents because they've died, and they're lonely, and they've still got that family, queen bee, mother nesting instinct, and they're the ones the Latter-day Saints home in on and say, you follow us and we promise you that you'll be, you'll be your family all around you again in heaven. And they think that's a cool thing. Everyone else would go, ah! <laughs> anyway. That's all you get, jerks!